Please pray with me. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Human beings are meaning-making creatures. We not only seek to know and to understand, but we also ask the larger and more philosophical question, what does it mean? Let's take the star of Bethlehem, for example. This past year, um, 2020, on December 21st, the planets Jupiter and Saturn crossed paths in the night sky in a way that it was said that they hadn't done in eight centuries. Um, and, and they conjoined in such a way as, as to appear to shine together as one star. And because of um, the, the nature of this conjunction, because of the time of year that it happened to come, um, many ask the question, is this the, the astrological phenomena that, that was witnessed by the Magi generations ago that we call the Star of Bethlehem? The story is mysterious and compelling. Three magi, three uh, wise men or astrologers from distant lands observed the appearance of a bright star in the night sky. They take this to be a sign that a great king and deliverer has been born. And this star leads them to none other than the Christ child himself. And perhaps this particular conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn really is an explanation of what they saw. I wouldn't rule the possibility out entirely. Maybe it was. There have been other explanations proposed as well. A lawyer named Rick Larson became fascinated by the question while doing research for a Bible study he was leading at his church. And he argues persuasively, I think, that Jupiter, the king planet, and Regulus, the king star, were conjoined in the night sky in the constellation of Leo the lion, suggesting the lion of Judah, uh, which would have indicated to the astrologers that a king would be born of the tribe of Judah. Um, and nine months later, there was a conjunction of Jupiter and Venus that together formed one dazzling star that led them to Jerusalem. Not only that, but around the time when the travelers would have arrived in Jerusalem, the, uh, the Jup Jupiter, the star, entered retrograde motion and actually stopped directly over Bethlehem, just as the Gospel of Matthew suggests, which explains his sort of weird moving about, right? Um, and he determined all of this using a computer program that 
um, that maps the movement of the stars. Uh, something that anyone can purchase for themselves for the right price. In his quest to understand and his theory about the Star of Bethlehem was presented in a documentary film called The Star of Bethlehem. Um, I believe it's up on YouTube for free. It's probably on Netflix or something too. If you're curious, you should check it out. It's pretty interesting. But could he be right? Again, I wouldn't rule the possibility out entirely. Maybe he is. Some, however, are uncomfortable with any such naturalistic explanation of what the star could be. It was a miracle, they insist, um, a unique act of God. And these explanations um, feel like they need to explain the miracle away, uh, to come up with some explanation. And yet, if we explain the how of something, we haven't yet answered the why, right? Um, for instance, science can shed some light on the question of how things came to be the way that they are. Um, the Big Bang Theory, for instance, or natural selection and the uh, evolution of, of human beings. Those are currently the best explanations going about how it all happened, but they can't tell us why it happened. They are frustratingly silent on the question of what is the meaning of life, or what ought I to do with my life? What does it all mean? How do I find significance? These are questions of meaning. To get to the bottom of these questions, we, like the Magi, need to go on a quest, on a journey to follow the signs to where they point to the truth they're leading us towards. As an evangelical, our, our lawyer and astrological sleuth, uh, Rick Larson, was somewhat nervous to be getting involved with astrology, uh, which he always associated with the occult. Indeed, scripture has some strong warnings against such practices uh, associated with star worship or belief that the heavenly bodies, the stars determine and fix the course of events in history or in our lives. And yet, as he discovered, scripture also says that the stars speak. They speak of their creator. They were placed there by him as guideposts of the truth. And he cites Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, it says. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. What this means is that along with his particular revelation of himself, 
in the Word. God has also given to all people a revelation of himself in creation, in the book of nature. Even those who have never read the Bible or heard the name Jesus are not without a witness to God. And the investigation of the natural world leads the mind to the contemplation of God and moves the heart to wonder and to worship. We ask, what does it all mean? In our quest for meaning and significance for our lives, God has given us Christ. He's given us the Christian faith. I think that we can't help but see significance in the world around us and even in the sky above us. Perhaps that meaning is inherent in the world by design. Perhaps it's made in our hearts. Perhaps it emerges from inside of us. Perhaps it happens in that mysterious place between ourselves and the experience of the world. We can see the world as a meaningless accident, uh, a, and, and, and a concurrence of phenomena, or, uh, or we can see it as a divine revelation, as a journey that finds its end and fulfillment in Christ, in the child of Bethlehem, in the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.